Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Uncensored Wrestling Talk. I am Sarge alongside Doc Med, also with C.T. Harrison and our resident referee, Martin Kadich. The first time all four of us have been together hey, in, in a while now. There's no Martin on there. Uh-oh. There's not. Uh-uh. Oh, hell, he pulled a Cena. <laughs> you can't, can't see, see me. There he is. Oh. There he is. Oh, crap. Turn it <laughs> off. Turn it off. <laughs> all right. Yes, this is the first time we've all been in the same room For on camera eh, in a while. We'll call it a month. About we'll that. call it a month. About that. It's been an interesting month, and we got a lot to go over today. Um, mainly dealing with a lot of facts that have happened over the course of the last couple of weeks. Yeah, some um, awesome topics to speak of today. Definitely. First, we got to get to our sponsors. Absolutely. Uh, World League Wrestling, the House of Harley Race built. Where can you go to get all these amazing products we're about to show? HarleyRace.com. Now, you can get gators. You can get masks. Masks. You can get the stuff and such. Pretty daggone cool t-shirts i was gonna say you can't get a sarge there we only have one yeah you're the only one there's only one sarge there can only be one that's right all right and of course this t-shirt right here yep tough times don't last tough people do and on the back side of course all the different personalities from world league wrestling inside the picture of the king harley race Yep. Do you think that cage guy's supposed to be on there? I think that was a Probably misprint. Probably not. I wouldn't have put him there. <laughs> I think it was a misprint. Well, or... they did. They did. And they then did. also Traveling East Productions. Uh, we don't have a monitor today, but I'm going to say he's here. He might no. be there. There? On the other yep. side. Okay. There you go. That means Marty's right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's my buzzer. He's back. And then we also have to give a special shout out to uh, last week's at the uh, WLW Summer Kickoff. Mm -hmm. We got a special sponsor for the pre-show. Sure. Give him a shout-out, Sarge. Well, that would be um, Christine's Cupcakes and Cookies on Facebook. That's Christine with an apostrophe S. Now, I, a lot of good feedback from from a lot of the fans there at the arena getting those, those brownies and cake pops I, and everything. I had a taste test. I yeah. had one. Yeah, I was you good. did good. You did good. And uh, what, what was those? The brownie was like that big. But, hey, you did good. Okay, we don't talk about that. <laughs> we definitely do not talk about that. It was it a was raspberry like a brownie. Yeah. yeah, they were really good. Absolutely. Don't be discussing my business on air, Sarge. And, and again, thank you to all the fans that watched the pre-show that we did live and then also the live stream that we did that night with myself and C.T. Harrison doing Rick the commentary. Rick uh, said, good afternoon, gentlemen. Good, good afternoon. afternoon, General. And uh, David Norman said, hello. Hello. Hello, he was, here, he was here earlier today in I, studio. Yes, he I was. Saw him. I saw him. Afternoon, looking good. Dave. Hope that surgery you're recovering well from it. Now, Sergeant, are you in the mood for coffee? I am always in the mood for some good coffee. Well, why don't you pick up one of these handy dandy uncensored wrestling talk coffee mugs in the description below? That's you right. You can also get traveling yeast production coffee mugs and morning job. That's right. That's right. You can all Absolutely. that in the link below at traveling yeast productions. There's eight, 11, and just big time 15 ounce cup of Joe. mugs right there. I hear you. What was that, Marty? Huh? What? Who? Sorry, we're having a we're having, Yo, you're having a sidebar. Side bar. <laughs> it's it's a sidebar over there. Don't worry there, about folks. it. We're hijacking the show now. So, anyhow, like we were saying earlier, without uh, you know those two over right. there, uh, which would be anything, anything, without those two. anything so, else, well, anything, you know. All right, I'm just gonna drink my Gatorade. 
put put your mask on. We'll just leave them. There's there's Sarge for later. That's Cup fair. of Joe. All right. There's... <laughs> so we got to talk about last weekend. Okay. WLW Summer Kickoff. What yeah. a great show! Thank awesome you for all the show. fans that attended. Yeah. Everyone who bought the live stream. Thank you for joining us. And you know what? With that live stream, just like I said this morning, you know, go on there, HarleyRace.com or World League Wrestling's Facebook page. You can still get a replay of that live stream. Put in that UWT10, UWT10 code, and you'll get 10% off the that, that already low price that's, that it's going for. Yeah, I mean, we had a great night at that show. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to make it to the show or didn't get it, the live stream that night mm -hmm. go back and watch it there were six great matches very good matches um i tell you that main event raheem de la suede you had Jaden dominic rose defending the world league wrestling junior heavyweight championship against the illustrated man sean patrick and like you said raheem de la suede you know i've come to the point now um I'm convinced Sean Patrick is trying to take out the cameraman. Just convinced. Because I, like, see him in, like, eye to eye. Like, At least it's not me anymore. Right? <laughs> You've seen him in your nightmares now? No, but it's like he's making eye contact, and I can just hear in the back of my head, you're going down, fatty. <laughs> <laughs> now, camera now all. but a couple of different times that happened. I'm, I'm triggered. I'm pretty sure that has nothing. That, that's all about cameramen. So. Yeah, I can see that too. <laughs> I'm a little triggered on that. So, so no, the main event was great. Uh, that triple threat, fantastic. And boys showed up. Uh, a lot of credit on all three athletes in that ring. Um, we do have a new WLW heavy junior do. heavyweight champion. Tell him who it is. Raheem De La Suede. One of the things that I think that he really showed that night was the resiliency and the cardio that he has built up over the last several months yeah. because you know he was uh, he like he said on that pre-show he was he on a mission and you know resilient. <laughs> i'm resilient he got cardio. these guys i'm telling you now man. there's another match that i really want to talk about okay the returning legacy leland race against stefan newton yeah stefan newton had an open challenge and on Friday, the legacy answered it. And Stefan Newton, he, he got a lesson. He, he was taught some stuff that night. And But, but what's interesting to me. Too. Yeah. Yeah. He, he did. He did. He yeah, did. What's interesting to me is after the match was over with, he got back into the ring and shook Leland's hand like a man. Yep. Yep. And. Uh, maybe his maybe his turn of attitude, him turning the leaf, is real. I still don't trust him. Could Me either. be. Me either. We're gonna have to see more. Yeah. But the next event on August the fourteenth, be on the lookout. Watch for those tickets to go on sale because that one is gonna go fast. It is. Now, the uh, legacy announced that night, he is coming back full time. Yes, he did. So now that's going to be an interesting thing from that post-match interview. What's he coming back full time? Is he going back for that world title? What else is there? There's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he still has unfinished business with Kamaro Jackson. Yes, he does. Yes, he do. Yes, so, he does. And I think he has some unfinished business with the Empire. Well, Marty, CT, maybe you guys might be able to answer this, this question. Has he ever gone after the tag team championship? 
He's held, of course, he's held the WLW title several times. But don't think so. That's a horizon then that now, maybe I needs to be eclipsed. But it was in Japan with uh, Brian Breaker. Yes, he yep. was. That was a couple years ago at the at the W or at the New Japan World Tag League. Mm -hmm. Aside from aside from Brian Breaker, I've only seen him tag with uh, Trevor Murdoch, and then that triple threat match we saw a couple couple shows back there. Yeah, you know if if he were. If he were to six man tag, want to go after those tag belts, who would be a good partner for Leland Race? That's currently on the roster of WLW. Well, now you know I got this There's thing a, going on right now in my head. I, um, I wonder if we're thinking the same thing. Because you see, not only did Leland Race come back, but somebody else kind of stopped being. Pals and buddies with some people. That's yeah, right. See, I was and, thinking the same thing, man. <laughs> and and I think I think if you're wanting to go with like a world league wrestling dream team, dude, Leland Race, John Webb. Yeah, that yeah. would be a. That's the superstar. Do, do you think John's pulled his head out of his ass enough? That remains to be seen. Right. We just know he has problems with the empire. Would that not? Well, or well, the, the enemy what? of my enemy is my friend. That's this true. Is true. And that's killing two birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. Because then Leland could get his revenge on Kamaro Jackson. Yeah. But I think that's going to be a one-on-one -on -one match. Oh, yeah, eventually. Yeah. yeah. So I think you'll get both. With what's going on with the Empire, you we pretty much saw John Webb kicked out. Yeah. Kicked out of the Empire. So now you've got both Derek Stone well, he and wasn't Kamaro kicked Jackson. Out. He pretty much threw himself out. He, yeah. He was, he was, well, they made him They made him like low boy on the totem pole. Absolutely. And he wasn't Derek having that, so that he just he just kind of said, you know what, screw you guys. He didn't like what was happening in the ring. He backed it up, and voila. screw you guys. I'm going on my own. I mean, yes. you know, I ref, I refed his match earlier that night when we Derek had a deal, accompanied Cal. to the ring, huh? And uh, you know, you could tell it was it was just grating on John, just all of the stuff that Derek has been saying and absolutely the way he's been acting and. Right. You know, it's definitely John's got going to have a bone to pick with Derek. Yeah. And that that's going to be a hell of a match. Yeah. And then we also have to talk about Brandon Espinoza and Colton Theron Vaught. Hard-hitting match on both sides. Yep. Uh, Brandon got the win. Uh, CTV needs to go back to well, his old. I tell you, something that, that Brandon Espinoza – was saying and doing in the ring, telling Colton Theron Vaught, "Where's the fire? Yeah. Where where are you at? Um, you know, you're not who you said you were a year ago. Yeah. And since he's come back, you know, Colton Theron Vaught. I mean, okay, he has won the WLW Tag Team Championship with Kyle Roberts. However, myself and, and CT, we were both like." during that broadcast we're seeing it where where is the fire mm -hmm. we're seeing what we're seeing what brandon espinoza was talking about yep it's going to be interesting to see how he goes going forward right yep and uh, another shout out to uh, kyle roberts got the win over john webb yes he did and camaro jackson who did he get the or who he, he, he was he was facing the world champion that's right moses or the deliverer moses and Moses got the win on that. He did. So, all, and can't forget Superstar Steve versus Derek Stone. What a match. All three members of the Empire lost that night. Is there enough trouble 
that Derek Stone can get himself into. That I mean, is there is there an amount of trouble and an amount of trouble he can cause that's enough? No, hmm. Derek Stone. Yeah, because enough he's, to do what? Well, you figure he's got, he's got Steve mad at him. He's chasing after Moses in that title. He's got John now looking looking to headhunt for him too. Yep. I'm fairly certain. You can't forget uh, Cal. You know, he's 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 talked about Leland Race. Now Leland Race is back in the ring regular. He's going to have to answer for an awful lot of stuff. Yeah, he is. And I'm just kind of wondering, you know, how much of it is enough for Derek Stone? When do, when does it cross over into the realm of too much trouble for him to deal with? One versus all. I mean, it's he's getting. Uh, he looks like he's still got Camaro Jackson by his side. Yeah. Which for it, now, you know, for now. That's a good thing to have at your side there to have Camaro there on your side, but it is. But it's also going to be a bad thing if Camaro was to turn on him. Yeah, right. it is. Yeah. So we'll see in the coming months. Next show is August fourteenth. August fourteenth. Um, but you know, at the same time with everything that was going on last Saturday night, it didn't look like to me that Camaro Jackson's any any anywhere close. To turning on on Derek things Stone. change things yep. change you so never what know. would happen with John what did you think a year ago John would have turned on him well here's the thing put the uh, add the uh, add the World League Wrestling Heavyweight Championship to that mix and you'll you'll see Camaro turn on him yeah quick mm-hmm. yeah because it's all for the gold baby look what That's happened true. at Rival Riot he was ready to throw John over the top and look what happened I'm just saying so yeah summer kickoff great show had a lot of fun fans were fun that night. We had cake pops. What's not to love? And brownies. <laughs> we don't talk about that, Sarge. Brownies. Brownies. Mm, a CT set. A tray of brownies. Mm, a brownies. big tray. <laughs> All right. So, um, us as a group, we're talking about this because we haven't all been in the same room for the show in about a month. Sure. So, I'm going to jump right into it. Okay. Nick Khan. Let's just dive right into it. Okay. Nick Khan was brought in, what, about six weeks ago? Roughly. Six, eight, yeah. eight weeks ago? Yeah, a couple months ago. Okay. Yeah. So, Nick Khan was hired by WWE at this point for we can see to start trimming the fat. Mm-hmm. Um, he made the deal with the Peacock Network for uh, the streaming service. And then... Consolidated several different departments together. Yep. And I don't, he wasn't there for that deal. A no. deal like that wasn't made that quick. A deal like that's been in the works for a while. Right. But they brought him in I think, <clears throat> after the Peacock deal was already made. I, I think you're I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Right almost right after that was done. Yep. So the superstar releases that have happened were during the Nick Khan stage. Honestly, some big, big names being let go. Who who was the most shocking for you guys that got released? Um, for me, well, for one, from a TV standpoint, Braun Strowman, from a fact that they just spent a couple of months building him up again, uh, Alistair. Okay. Marty? Um, for me, it's Braun. Braun? I mean, because it didn't look like they were going to be checking out on him, yeah. and they did. So that, that, that blew my mind. I mean, they're all, all of them are talented. Everybody who was released is talented. 
Right. And it sucks to see him go. I didn't think I'd see Santana Garrett go. No. Yeah, that uh, was she's a been shot. in and out of there so many times. It doesn't. I I I could see her going. Yep. She's like she's one that they trim on constantly. She's right. been in and but out of there. She was too many also times. like what people were thinking was going to be Sister Abigail for a long time. Yeah. And it just never. That is true. You know, there was I never saw that, that for a good while. You know, know, nobody's going to stick around long, really, and unless they're just happy with the paycheck and no work. Hey. Yeah. If they're not up there creating. Right. And then, of course, for me, it. It was also Braun and Alistair, but at, at the same time, I was also surprised that they let Ruby Riot go, too. Yeah, that one kind of shocked me, too. Especially when they just they reformed were, the Riot Squad. Mm -hmm. Well, they were just investing time in the two of them. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. My shocker was Lana. I'm not shocked. Uh, the, well, the fact that they were building her up with Naomi in the women's tag division and all the crap that Lana went through this year. And we had talked about that on previous shows. Mm -hmm. She ate a lot of crap to get to where she was, especially she after Miro well, left. And I wonder at some point if it has still had anything to do with the third-party apps and stuff because she was still doing her TikTok stuff. True. I, that that I get. But at the same time, it's like, man. With, guys, with Lana, would you be... Would you, bury, would you be surprised or opposed to it, for that matter, if he, she were to show up in AEW at the side of Meryl? Okay, let me, let me, to do what? Like, what would to be, be her, to what be is his... Her, okay, let me ask you this. What is her value to AEW? Right. What value does she I have think, to, Can she wrestle? Meh. She, I, can I'll she give wrestle credit? with the kind of women they got at AEW wrestling? No, I don't no. think so. No. 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 No, not not so much the being in the women's division, but just being at the side of of Miro and causing but again causing much, stuff to happen. See, how much was, value is that really for a paycheck to yeah. give somebody a pay give right. somebody money? The, how much it value was is, is there? They didn't think they didn't think Rusev could talk in WWE, and they never gave him a mic. Nope. And they gave the mic to her, and she did all the promo work, and he did the wrestling. Yep. But now Miro's like your basic boss battle in a video game guy yeah he can talk he can fight he's he's destroying people i mean you look what he went through on um on aew the other night to kick out at one right yeah i mean we knew this uh, was he, the mirror we wanted now. in wwe sure this was this was the guy we were waiting for to come in wwe and we just never got him Oh, we got it a few times. A few times. But At not, the beginning but of his career. But they careers. kept dropping it. But yeah. they kept dropping it. Well, you know, he feuded with Cena for the U.S. title. Mm -hmm. And then... But that's what I would go back to is where he, he was really dominant. showing some great stuff. Some great well, work. Well, then they did the League of Nations crap. And then he just kind of fell off. That was dumb. Then they did Rusev Day, which was a huge Absolute hit. success. It, it and then dropped it. And dropped it. And then you still heard when he was coming to the ring, everybody was still chanting. Rusev they still Day. do, yeah. But you know, another thing that they were chanting and yelling for was Lana too, right? She had her gimmick too. I give those two a lot of credit because they ate a lot of crap over in WWE. Well, no, they no. they also started their own too. Well, they mm -hmm. ate a lot of crap all the way to the bank. True, yeah. I, and that's the thing so with WWE. They got paid. They gave as good as they got. Yep. Now, he's only been on the mic like two or three separate times so far since he started this this singles run that he's been on since getting away from, from Kip Sabian and all. But he's but, still doing mm -hmm. good mic work with Kip Sabian. I'll give him credit. There. I don't know. 
I, I'm not. I wasn't really for, personally. I wasn't too keen on. Not when to he be first honest. started, but he he was getting better because you know he was just coming off of a WWE run. So you got to give the guy a little bit of time. But his to, singles promos that he's done though have fantastic. been, I think, have been really really good, especially the ones with Lance Archer leading up to their to their match. Now here's another one we didn't talk about, Buddy Murphy. Yeah. Now we hadn't seen him underutilized big like time crazy. He's one I think is going to shock a lot of people once he hits wherever he lands. I want to see him in New Japan. So do I. Same. Ooh, best of the Super Juniors. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay. He could show very yeah. well in that. I could see him in ROH. Yeah. Yeah. I, you could put him in almost any company besides WWE, and I think he would show. I don't want him to go to TNA either. No, I don't want he or Impact. Impact the, is. And I don't want him to go to NWA. Well, again, with Impact, you know, their ring work that they that they do in the in their matches are great. Again, it's the backstage stuff the product, still man. going on that the just wrestling's brings great. It all it's down. the product that's the problem. It's like NWA. The wrestling's great. It's the product that's the problem. Yeah, absolutely. So, me. and that's just my opinion. You know, it's right. So, but we were talking about this uh, about a week ago. So, and anybody that's watching, want your comments on this too? Sure. So, the biggest rumor that keeps circulating is that in the near future. WWE is going to be selling. Mm-hmm. So now, the biggest name that we come up with is <laughs> NBC. Uh oh. I think we've got something okay. here. Hold on. Uh, well, anyhow, Arissa. Uh, mm-hmm. So what? Arissa uh, Bean. Yeah. Uh, she was telling us she watched the stream. She was watching the stream from the show. Awesome. Right. David Norman said Braun for sure was his surprise. Right. Uh, and Alistair Black, he says, never really got a shot. Yeah. No. And then. Arissa said, Lana backwards joke. <laughs> Anal, get it? Yeah, I got it. Wow. Well, was kind of, uh, never mind. I'm taking the high road here. She is part of the crew. Yeah. <laughs> now, is, it, is, it, is that a good new gimmick or what? I mean, I don't know. Um, it depends if you have a willing participant. Anyway, Whoa. so um, going back to this whole NBC buyout. Okay. We haven't even mentioned that yet. Well, no, I was getting to that. Yeah, so, he was, well, he was about back, to start that. Like, well, yeah, I was going, I, that's where I but was on topic before we this got on the all, This all carries over to the subject of the sell of the WWE. Right. Mm-hmm. And and we've talked many times about how, where this is going. Right. Okay, what, what, and the setup and, and why and all this kind of stuff and and you look at them first of all they bring in somebody like Khan yep who this is his specialty to trim the fat yep you have a deal with Peacock which is NBC yep. for content now you have rumors of the sale of WWE within the next couple of years to like NBC which owns Peacock yep or i think Walt Disney was one of the other ones mhm uh, ESPN me, was one too ESPN, yeah and Fox um i don't see Fox buying it I don't see ESPN buying it. No. Um, I don't see Disney buying it right now. What I do see is this. NBC, this is a, uh, for me, as and, and I'm thinking like a businessman, okay? okay? Yeah. For me, why would I sign a deal with an NBC company if I didn't have the idea already in mind or in the works and having talks of selling the company to the same company? Right. Right. Well, you know I mean, I mean why would you? Sense, why would saying. you? Why would you give them your content 
for your online stuff if you didn't already have a deal in the works for them to be the ones to buy the company. Well, now I'm going to ask you guys this because I don't know. When does the Fox deal end when they're streaming on so Fox? In October, it would have been it will be two years. Okay. And at that time, they had done a billion dollar deal for five. So come this October, they'll still have three more years to okay. go. So that would make sense. So you have three more years. You're going to put your talent in your right places, who you're going to want to keep coming into the sale. Now, the bigger question here is how much are you going to sell this product for? This has a number in mind. You know he does. Well, we, myself and, and, and CT has seen several different articles where it starts out at the $6 billion mark. So, and I'm kind of seeing anywhere between six and eight billion dollars is well, what it's going to get. Well, I sold haven't for. seen the eight. They said six, and now <clears throat> everybody's talking two to four. So, it may have gone down in value. Well, mm. I don't know because because Peacock yeah. paying a billion dollars for the, or I mean NBC paying a billion dollars to to use the WWE network on their stuff, and then Fox also sell you know giving a billion dollars for their well stuff too that's all that's all fine and dandy okay the sell of the company at this point and all of this stuff is purely speculative right at, at, at best sure it's absolutely really what's going it on. Is. but the real question of all this whole thing the real question for the whole entire thing is what is the effect on the industry once wwe sells it's good what happens to the industry because look at this all right you have a company that has dominated for the last 50 years 60 at least okay roughly before that you had i'm going to say 50 for right now because just around it because it took a little bit but the thing is <clears throat> you had the nwa awa all that kind of stuff you had territories right all right where your champion traveled if your uh gimmick got stale you could go somewhere else in the territory it's still staying within the nwa and you could uh do your gimmick there to a new audience or you could reinvent yourself with a new gimmick whatever needed to be done to to get over again okay right. then you had vince mcmahon come in and buy the company from his father yep okay once he does that you get national television. He gets national exposure for a product. Then he gets world exposure for this product. Yep. Okay. On some of the biggest, grandest, I mean, pay-per-views, one in three, of course, world uh, of, of, of all time that we know of would have been uh, WrestleMania's one and three. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. The biggest ones, one and three. Now, sure. once the WWE is sold, does a company capitalize and, and fix the problems in the writing and, and, and all this kind of stuff? Or does the rest of the industry thrive as the WWE becomes less of what it was? Because let's face it, there has been no promoter in the history of professional wrestling like Vince McMahon. No, no. Love him or hate him. True. That's very whether true. Whether you, you respect him or you don't, you cannot take away the fact that this man is the greatest promoter in the history of this business. True. No doubt about it. Okay. Absolutely. So once he's out of the seat, 
what happens to the WWE? What happens to the rest of the industry? Does ROH rise? Does 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 Impact rise? Does AEW take over as king? What happens if AEW takes over as king? We know you're going to get work with other promotions with exactly. that. Okay. What if? And we talked about this before before you got here, Marty. What if at, on the table with this deal? Because you talk about well, there's one more factor in all this. Yep. Okay, and that is Triple H and Stephanie. Mm-hmm. So, what if in this deal, what if NXT is not part of the deal? What if Triple H and Stephanie take NXT? Then what happens? Because here's another part of that. Triple H, we know, is probably one of the, the guys in this industry right now running shows that knows history. Mm-hmm. Respects wrestling history. Uh, Stephanie is probably one of the greatest business women of all time. Yep. And I, I didn't say the best. I said one of the best. Yeah, oh yeah, okay. sure. Then, so you take if they were to get control of NXT and that was not part of the sale, they get UK and 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 the American NXT plus the new uh, India and Japan. Japan. Yep. Okay. Would Triple H and Stephanie start working with other promotions? Would you see Triple H doing some crossover stuff? He seemed to be open well, to the idea. I agree. Yes. So then again, and of course it's all speculative. Uh, yep. But what is the effect on the rest of the industry once the sale is made? Go and and you get a year into after the sale, you know, and the, the things in the dominoes start falling and, and the pieces start sure. coming into place. You know, and, where do what happens to the industry from there? And and that's a great question. And it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. But also, here's another th- way that I look at it, too. You know, right now with WWE, 0% chance. I think it's safe to say 0% chance of working with other promotions around the world. While whether it be Whether yeah. it be here in the States or anywhere else. But if NBC, you know, comes in and buys it, I see them bringing back maybe once every quarter the Saturday Night Main Event show that they used to do back in the day. Yep. But then also with them, are they going to be open to to doing work with with other promotions? And you want to call it WrestleMania? Why not have a true WrestleMania? Make it like a three day event where you know you've got all these different promotions working together on the event, and you could still have that that Sunday be the main WWE stuff going on but then that Friday and that Saturday you can have mixtures of AEW, New Japan, Ring of Honor Impact, mm-hmm. AAA even mm-hmm. MLW they just got a, a, a TV deal with Vice Channel and their stock is starting to rise um, the, the, the ballpark became that much bigger even with NBC buying it okay uh, I'm going to throw this out there too so and we have we don't like to crap on companies that's we don't like doing it but here's one thing that is a definite in wwe (laughs) well and here's here's the truth the writing for wwe Uh has not been a plus for a very long long time time. yeah Uh, that is throughout the wrestling community that the storylines that they have come up with are not what they used to be 
Yeah. Okay. They've had their moments, but as a whole, as a whole, you're absolutely right. So now my thing with this is, okay, if you're going to start this transitioning of selling, you need to start bringing in the writers that are going to make people want to buy your product. Mm -hmm. So now you've got, okay, I don't know who the head writer of WWE is. It's not Vince. Vince has a writer that comes up with this stuff and then they go over it. So now my question here is who would you bring in as a writer to make it to that next level of, okay, we're going to sell, but we need, when we sell, we have to be at the top of our level I'm talking attitude era type level of you tuned in every Monday night to see what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So who would you bring in as a writer? Well, one of the big names I mean, during still, that time still frame. Still got to see it to the end. You know, you guys are. You still got to see it through to the end of the sale. Sure. I well, mean, well, this is great speculation. Yeah, it's right. all speculation. But it has still, nothing to do with who right. would you bring in. Right. Um, the thing is, for me, These are your is, words, Marty. I'm not really sure that they're even going to sell yet. Well, all speculation. Uh, this is this is a really good way to get us doing what we're doing right now and get all of you people out there in the internets to do however, what we're doing right now and sit and talk about WWE. However, it increases the chance that we turn it on. There's also been a little bit going on here in this conversation of if it is sold, there's going to be like some kind of vacuum that needs to be filled. But whoever buys the WWE is going to have the financial backing the same as Vince does to still be right there at the top. Grant you that, but you got to remember. Okay, Vince but you pro- still didn't answer the question. I didn't know I got asked a question. You I wasn't did. paying attention. The what question was, was, who would you bring in as a writer? Who would I bring in? It wouldn't be Zack Snyder. Well, there's a name that pops into my head that was doing stuff during the Attitude Era and all of that kind of thing, and that was Bruce Pritchard. Yeah, Bruce Pritchard. He's still back there. He is, but he's not. I don't think. I don't think he's as involved. I think Bruce Pritchard Pritchard has taken over the role where uh, the late uh, uh, Pat Patterson, Pat Patterson was, Mm -hmm. and all that. I think he's closer to an advisor situation, uh, closer to Vince than. And the guy Absolutely. I bring in has been there before, um, and that's Paul Heyman. Yeah, I'm with you 100. Uh, yeah, I'm going to throw another name into that because I want to. I want to dynamic. You say to Vince Russo? No, you sir. With this pen. No, sir. <laughs> William Regal. I was just going to say I want to hear him say Vince Russo now. Cause, cause, no, and, I, and I'll tell you why. Not that he wouldn't do great. That's not what I'm okay, saying. Okay. But I'll tell you why. The reason I wouldn't is because I would rather leave. Regal right where he's at because right, Vince same. Regal with those kids right now in NXT is the best thing, one of the best things they've got going. Oh, right. I, I do that. 100%. And I would not rip him away from that for or nothing. Him. Because if you do, you are robbing those kids of, of something great. Here, Here's the deal. I'm not saying him as like the head writer. Heyman would be my number one choice, but you put Paul Heyman and William Regal in the same room together. Could they get along? I think so. For the, for the sake of a company, yeah. You think? Well, yeah, I mean, Heyman and Bischoff who, who got along together for the history. sake of the company. Yeah. And he, there is another guy who respects history, knows storylines, knows gimmicky storylines, knows hardcore storylines. Don't say it. And and he's not really doing anything, but he loves wrestling, and that's Mark Calloway. 
Wow. Mm. Okay. I had not wow. thought about it. I, I thought can't about even that. think about that. Well, no, I love I love the idea. Here's the problem with that and my mm. aspect of Go that. ahead. Callaway focused on Taker for 30 years. He didn't no one could touch Vince couldn't even touch that character until the streak. But here's But that was still up to Mark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, it was yeah. still up to Mark. Absolutely. But you know, Vince was really pushing for the streak to end at somewhere in that point. I don't think it should have went to Brock, but that's a different story. Here's the thing with Mark though. You need someone Mark has good mic skills. And he's a good storyteller. He's one of the best talkers that's ever put the microphone and never had in front to say of much. Face. And never had to say much. All he had to do was look at you. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking at today's product. You, you're, you're Shinsuke Nakamura's. You're Seth Rollins. You're Roman Reigns. Drew McIntyre's. You can, the list goes on. Yeah. So what I'm talking about is you got Paul Heyman running things. Okay. Paul Heyman is a great storyteller. Bring in William Regal. Not as a head writer just to bounce ideas off of it but see also at the same time you're pulling away from nxt and i think and i i might be wrong but i think william ringle has a lot going on there i mean he's in he's in charge of a lot of the stuff that goes on there in nxt underneath triple h true true so but at the end of the day it's still it's triple h's product he is just like vince it's triple h's product he is not it's all goes through him so if william says you know what i don't think it's a good idea and triple h says you know what i like it they're gonna go with triple h's idea they've done it before and it's backfired same thing with vince vince has been shooting i don't know what lately (coughs) and now callaway yeah i think he would work good with like your drew mcintyres and your uh roman reigns sure but he knows how to build up a Rey mysterio True. He's been a party to it. True. He knows how to make a good baby face to challenge the the Bray Wyatts of the world. He knows he how also, to make. You talking about Paul? No, I'm talking about Mark. Mark oh, Callaway. Callaway. Callaway is not stuck on a Taker character. Well, Callaway can work with anybody. He can. I mean, now, I like as the far idea. as Paul too, Paul Heyman. You're talking about a guy who, and you go back and you listen to folks like, uh. Uh, Bully Ray and and uh, um, um, some of those guys from ECW talk, and they'll tell you straight up that Paul Heyman has a great way of pulling talent, of pulling them, getting them to promo and getting them to do things to the best of their ability. He has a way mm-hmm. of pulling the best out of out of people. Look at what he did with Roman Reigns. I, like, you know, love him or hate that, him. That's my thing. Paul Heyman, like in the backstage creating storylines, it's like having Kirby Puckett as your batting coach. I mean, you know the guy can do What's the job. What's a Kirby Puckett? He, he's one of the greatest hitters in the history of baseball. Oh. I know. It, but I'm just trying to you. use an analogy. You I know? just didn't know, so I just, thought I'd ask. You know, it's like having Nolan Ryan teaching your pitchers. What's a Nolan Ryan? Exactly. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> These are your words, Marty. And and, 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 and Taker's another one that's kind of like that. He's, he's seen and done and talked about every situation that you can portray in, in wrestling. True. Uh, maybe even more to a more uh, a bigger degree than Paul Heyman. He knows the psychology that goes in in the ring when you're actually out there doing it. 
now I'll well, say I'll, go ahead go ahead go I've ahead. got another name um and and love him or hate him regardless of what your personal I views are of him Wait, the man is extremely knowledgeable and don't say outside it. of Paul Heyman don't say it yeah I, I'm going to because it's the truth me. Jim Cornette no dude Jim no. Cornette Dude, no. Why not? I'd have took me. I no. can give you five reasons right now why you would never pick that name. No. I'll, ooh, ooh. Here's to be, one. To be I, working behind the scenes, no, though, the no. man is extremely knowledgeable. Okay, I'm not taking that away from him, but no. His attitude is crap. The way he talks to people is crap. His personal shit that he pulls in is crap. He's just no. We're not even gonna breathe the he's crap of his wife, and he cannot. No, he does he, not work well with others. He's trying no. to live the game and can be relevant. Yes. Right this is now. a name you wouldn't even pick out of a hat. Jeff Jarrett. Mm. Uh, Jeff Jarrett not, was not a head. WWE. No. Well, here's the thing. I'm an indie, maybe, but not a WWE. Well, it's, but see, that's the thing. We're Jarrett would get the guys that are coming from NXT to that next level. I think that, I don't, think, I don't so. think the mission statement NXT is to end up on Raw and SmackDown no. anymore. No, I think well, look at Aleister mm-hmm. Black. He didn't even want to leave. Well, I'm saying it's it's its own place. Well, Finn Balor wanted to go back. Yeah, and did and, and Tomasa Champa. They get they were like, okay, you're going to Raw. He's like, no, no, I'm not. He needed to stay right where he was at. Same with Johnny Gargano. How about how about a Booker T? I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah, As what, probably. a writer? Yeah. Sure. No. He'd have some good ideas. Now, like I think Tyson, so, too. I don't, no. know if he could, I don't know if he could, like, no. roll out years no. worth of stuff. You know who it would be? You know who? Oh, dear God. I'm waiting for this to actually happen because it did happen for a while in ROH. Oh, Bully, Bully Ray. Ray. There is no, I listen to him, like, religiously. Well. I am so on board with Bully Ray. That man explains stuff. And knows how to craft something. Mm-hmm. Like he, he is like he fans. goes. He goes Absolutely. through when he looks at at a, at, a, at a talent, and he looks at the storyline, and he looks at the match. That man knows how to craft the match to match that storyline like no other. Yep. He's magic. Bully Ray should be your lead writer, a hundred percent. No, well, he's with, another with one. Paul Heyman helping to run the company yes yeah i mean with him he he is he's very good he can just you can put in any match almost and he can sit there and watch that match and as it's happening peel back the layers and tell you why and it's what. working yes. so well yes or, or, or why it's not crap. working yeah. or what what could be better yeah and you know the speculation here is there is so many people you could put in that head writer room and it could be a number of guys Guys that we would love to see work together. The problem is finding that right connection to where their ideas and TV mesh well together. Mainly the talent, because you got to remember the talent's one of the bigger things that you got you're working with here. You know, you could come up with eight different storylines, but none of them work for the guy that you're writing it for. Mm-hmm. And we've seen that work many of times. Sure. Look, look at Otis. That's your perfect example of. You know what? He was doing good for a while, and then someone decided, you know what? We're just not going with Let's Otis. Break him. Yeah. Let's shave his beard off. <laughs> I said we weren't supposed to talk about that today. Yeah. Okay, well, fair you know, who are the hosts? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. 
So now here's another. Here's he a, got set. Here, here's the so that's other. your first warning. You get two more, you're Boy, disqualified. We're hijacking the whole damn show. <laughs> now, okay. So let's say we're still in this hypothesis or whatever you want to call it. It's fun. Yeah. It's okay. The speculation. We're, we're, yeah. we're, we're speculating here. You sell. Let's say NBC actually buys it. Let's say that they actually ask for the asking price of let's say five billion. Okay. Okay. Now NBC owns the product, and okay. I'm Vince's best friend. Vince is Vince but, is Vince's best friend. But see, that's the thing, and any wrestler promoter will tell you, it's hard giving up that life. Yeah, sure. And well, okay, the man's been doing it for what. 55 years somewhere who says he gives it up well but here's the thing where would he go would he still be behind gorilla would he still be in the office or take his money and run okay he's what now what if here's another here's another hypothetical okay i'm not saying this would ever happen because chances are it probably wouldn't because i don't know that vince would do it okay but what if a company buys it, like NBC buys it, okay. and leaves Vince McMahon in control as the promoter of it. And Vince is just out of all the, Vince doesn't have to worry about all the other inner stuff, and he can get back down to what he really loves, which is the business. What well, if Vince has gotten so deep and buried himself so deep in in in, <laughs> in corporate crap Nickels and dimes. that in order to enjoy the business again, he's got to go back to basics. Just run the show. Just well, promote. Just do what you do, man. I just do what you do best. I could. When he gets hmm. lost in the numbers, that's when things get screwy. Well, I, mean, I said it a million times. I miss him at the announce table. He was a huh? fabulous announcer. Right. Him and Jesse, fantastic together. Him and anybody was right. fantastic together. Yeah. The, the Ventura era. Let me tell you something, McMahon. That fantastic. But, okay. Vince is what, 73? Somewhere in there. Okay. I mean, he's like in, in the mid 70s. 70s. So, okay. If. But he paid for 65. <laughs> 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 Anywho. Thanks, Marty. Thanks oh, for, my goodness. Thanks you know, for, one out of every 25 <laughs> or 30 comments he makes are actually kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, Very okay. true. Now, the speculation for, for years, ever since NXT came a thing, was that Hunter was going to take over. That's who Vince was grooming to take over for him when he retired. Was it? Yeah. I For years, I kept hearing about that. Oh, who, so, do you know, who do you know in the business to tell you that? Nobody. Who'd you hear from? People. The dirt sheets. Dirt sheets? No, okay. not dirt sheets. Well, then who else would it be? You've been People listening to wrestling shows. Again. Okay. <laughs> of anybody right now, who could take Vince's spot? That's the even better question. Who could take Vince's spot? If Vince died Barry tomorrow, Horowitz. who could take it? Triple H? I don't think so. Not on a corporate level. Okay. You don't think so? Uh-uh. Running a show? Producing a show? Sure. But not on a corporate level. On the corporate level, it'd be Stephanie. Stephanie. Okay. What about Shane? Huh? Because um, see, that's Shane, the lo- Shane. Shane could actually where where Shane would shine would be more on the uh 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 producing. No, 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 Mm-mm, no. Uh, uh, 
merchandise and in uh, video and audio production and that type yeah. of thing because if you remember he took off formed a company and did a fantastic job he yeah, was he doing in china. business yeah. in china that was making tons yeah dude they, made out great yeah i think he sold it for like five billion dollars oh yeah he's he's something yeah, like he's, that. he's he's, he's, he's good life. but that's what i'm saying that's another factor that we're not thinking about here is Vince is 73 years old i mean the man's he's healthy as far as we know i yeah. mean you know he works out every day he has a strict diet but at the same time he's 73 years old well, and here's the other thing that gets said a lot, too, is why doesn't Vince just give it to Stephanie and Triple H? Why? Oh. It wasn't given to him. No. He bought it from his dad. That's, That's true. He earned it, and he bought it. So Triple H and Stephanie would have to earn it and buy it. Right. But you're talking about a company that is worth so much more than what he bought it for. Because they, they don't have the backing It's kind for of it. weird, because I thought he already gave a wrestling company to Triple H. NXT. Technically, yeah, he did. No. It's not given to him, no. No, it wasn't he given. But also at the same time, like with Stephanie McMahon, she's been selling like a said, lot of their shares of the that they've had, That's though, true. for for tens and hundreds of millions of dollars. Correct me if I'm so, wrong. She sold a lot to the point of like four hundred million. Yeah, and stock. still owns a lot. Yeah, well, they both have sold. Oh, yeah. So has so has Shane. They've also Vince has sold his stock. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I mean the the bigger question of all of this is I think us as fans, we don't want to see the product that we grew up with just made worse. But you this isn't I mean? the product I grew up with. Well, but you know what I mean? We've followed this company for That's however true. long. Since I was a kid. Yeah. Same. So I grew up with world-class championship wrestling. So Yeah. But you, you remember like, the first Monday Night Raw? Everyone remembers that? Sure. Okay. Maybe. I think so. Anyway, everybody but Marty remembers it. So you've seen these people come in and out of the company for 30 plus years. So now actually before raw, I remember Saturday night, mm -hmm. right? Main event. So, but that's what I'm saying. You have all these people that are so invested into this company and it's not just the wrestlers. You, you got the writers, the, mm -hmm. the production crew, this is their livelihood. Mm -hmm. So now you're going to sell it. And a lot, and a lot, and the biggest thing is during the sell, well, who's gonna? Who are they gonna bring back? Are they gonna keep a lot of the talent that's currently there? Or are they gonna say, you know what? Thank you for your time, and here's your release. It's hard to say. It's I, hard to say because you're talking 200 talent. Yeah, it's it's hard to replace a wrestling production team, camera yeah. guys, sound guys, stuff like that. It's it's hard to replace because it's it's an it's. It is running a camera, and you would know this because you've done it. Yeah. But there's a lot more to it than just running a camera. You right. got to be able to be out of the way. Yep. You've got to be able to move everything fast. Yep. I you mean, got to make sure you're there for that shot that you don't exactly. know that's coming. Yeah. So I mean, it's just there's so many factors of this moving monster that's called WWE that there's a lot of speculation on what's going on, and we have no answers. The fact that they're released. 11 major talents uh, actually i'll go eight eight major talents over the course of two months especially andrade that was a big loss but how many yeah. talents do they still have a ton True. a it's, ton this is the, these things are not gonna hurt wwe no but it hurts us as wrestling fans it's like okay we love seeing these people show up in other places but at the same time they get lost in the mix 
You know, and, and here's another question. I mean, Andrade's question. wrestling Kenny Omega. For the AAA title. I Christian was in a was in a storyline against Taz and all of his people. Right. But what I'm saying here is you're taking you're we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. You're putting bigger guys who made their name in other places mm-hmm. and you're not building the new talent. Okay, I, I mentioned it before the show. Iron Anderson's son showed up on Dynamite last night. Right. Okay. Where's he gonna be in six months? Is he going to be in a storyline with Cody? Is he going to be a storyline with Christian? Why can't he be with some of these newer talents? Why is he going to get his paycheck and go like some others do? <sighs> but see, that goes back to why are you in this business if not just for the money? You want to make a name for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, Kenny Omega made a name for himself in New Japan. Sure, the Bucks did. Yeah, you know, the the Bucks for the longest time were gimmicks. Yeah, and then they went over and bullet club happened and guess wow. what yeah and here's a here's another question and i'm trying to remember <clears throat> does does nbc do they own usa network uh no so if they don't own the usa network and that's the flagship home of, of raw yep where where does the tv shows go does it go on regular nbc programming Sure. Like, like it is with Friday Night SmackDown. That's on Friday nights on Fox. Why not? Or see, uh, there's how do, how do so many that part network out too. Television Raw would kill what they show on the regular channels. Well, I think what what got what has us thinking about this is if tomorrow, if WWE said, you know what, we're closing our doors, what would that do to everybody? Because now the number one spot. Because let's be honest, WWE is the number one spot. It's the flagship. Everybody knows WWE. Mm-hmm. Who's going to take that spot? Is it going to be AEW? Is it going to be ROH? Could be ROH. See, uh, AEW would be the easiest walk there. True. Uh, anybody could step up. I mean, because because one thing's for sure is is that if WWE were to magically dissolve and not be there, everything would move up. From the bottom to the top, sure, to fill those spaces as they sure. emptied from other guys moving up. True, but you so. know, at the same time with Ring of Honor, we've said it many times on this show right here that Ring of Honor has had the better product um, with with all the different matches that they've been having for the last nine, ten months or so. That's one of the main reasons behind that. He just said his name, Bully, Bully Ray. Ray. And Jay Lethal. And Jay Lethal and Jonathan Gresham. Yep. So now, as a wrestling fan, I, you know, me and him, all of us, we watch different promotions. It's mm-hmm. not just one. Right. So trying to say who your favorite is, you know, we're all going to have different speculations of sure. who your favorites are. But at the end of the day, WWE has always been there oh yeah day one it survived the monday night wars it you know for a time it impact was a somewhat major competitor for them between 05 and 07 you know everyone's like oh what's going on you're looking for an adversary sure yeah i you know there was nothing that at the time you know there you know new japan was you know wasn't broadcast no no, I, i get what you're saying so 
I'm not disagreeing with you, Alex. I get you. I get but you. also at the same time, I've said this as well many times. If it came down to two companies, and I can only watch one of them, and those two companies were WWE and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Japan. I'm going New Japan every time. And that's because of the creative writing that's been going on in the WWE. Now, now that's not to say that there hasn't been some good stuff in the WWE. Take but the Fiend, for exa no. example. Right. Yeah, but that's what, I'm about, that's what I was about to say. It hasn't been a constant thing where it just keeps me glued all the time. Well, okay, we're all World League Wrestling guys. What's mm -hmm. the one thing about that company that we always love? They wrestle. Mm -hmm. They tell a good story in the ring. Mm -hmm. That's what New Japan does. That's what ROH does. It's continuous product that keeps us invested. Well, see, and that's, the, that's another question. Let's say NBC does buy it. Do they go back to the wrestling side of stuff or no. do they keep it the sports entertainment side that vince has started well i think that's where the downhill slide went for me with mm -hmm. wwe was the invention well the invention the the complete transfer over to sports entertainment from wrestling exactly and, and see i can almost see nbc doing something like lucha underground did going to that kind of platform you know it's more of a lucha underground worked I, I realize and I understand that the the backstage stuff that was going I on. I loved Lucha Underground, but the product on TV itself was absolutely fantastic. They had great talent over there, what? and you know uh, Johnny Mundo. Mm -hmm. um, what was Brian Cage's name over there? Oh, it was Brian Cage, the Machine Brian Cage. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. But um, Taya Valkyrie came from there. Um, yeah. Ricochet came from there. Yes, but he wasn't As Ricochet. Puma. It was Puma. Puma. Mm -hmm. um, the Lucha Brothers, Penta, Penta, yeah, I mean, the, and they were episodic too. Yeah, mm -hmm. Ricochet, yeah, yeah. I said Ricochet. He was Puma. He was Puma, Puma there. Puma. Yep. So I mean, there's certain aspects with within each company that works for every wrestling fan. Somewhere, somehow, you're gonna find something within a wrestling show that you love. I don't care if it's WWE, New Japan, World League. Right. There's something out there for everybody. Sure. So, you know, we just well, with that being said, how does how does today's how does today's variety of different things that you can watch compare to back in the day of like the seventies and the eighties with the territories and all like all that kind of stuff? I mean like when you people were swapping them. videotapes? Well, I mean, I mean, they were. Literally, yeah, I don't but, think you can compare them no. because they were different products all the way around. Mm -hmm. the, New know, Japan one, wasn't... one was one was like wrestling focused, and the other one storyline driven. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, if we had the social media that we have right now, back then in the day, I think as far as popularity goes, I think for what was going on back then, it would be at at the very least on par with everything that's going on today because i mean you had while it was big not everybody around the world was getting to see it while it was going on like the horsemen against dusty Rhodes and sting and you know the road warriors the war game stuff that they were going on well, the, the, problem, the magnum ta and telly blanchard matches yeah, the that they were between having what you're saying for for the 70s and 60s wrestling that you're talking about and nowadays is is that you had to wait all week 
Yep. To yeah. find out what mm-hmm. Dusty thought. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Whereas the it social. happens on Friday nowadays, you know what they think on Saturday if you, if you follow them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it blows up today. It just blows up. You might have. I, I you, think. I think there's some. There's there's an intangible there in the wait. Yeah. That makes it that much more intense because you have to sit and you have to wait for it. You know, it's, still they say make you itch for it like fresh cut grass. You know. Yeah. You, there's there's a. I'm trying to think of the right word and I can't think Nostalgia. of it. There's an anticipation there that comes go. from being stuck waiting till next that's, Thursday. And that's why it's so great at places like WLW because right. you have to wait a month. Yeah. Two so, weeks to a month before you find out what's going so on. So for right. you guys, then, if, if you had to pick between today's stuff going on or reverting back to what they were doing back in the 70s and the 80s and all that kind of stuff, which back. one would you go? I'm going back. back. Same. Going back. Same here. Because back then, not even the 80s. Marty? What I mean, thoughts? I have to say today because there is no going back. Well, I, that I, wasn't the question, Marty. <laughs> okay. It's Marty, an if. Marty. It's if. Doc just pulled up to, to the front of the house. I'm going to take you back to 1985 <laughs> to relive all the glorious wrestling. Do you go? Yeah, I go. And do you stay there? No, hell no. The horsemen following Dusty Rhodes behind them (laughs) in their car one week. They're pulling into into the parking lot. It's nearing the end of the show. Dusty gets out of his car. The horsemen get out of their car. That's the end of the program. And you have to wait until next week to see exactly what happens. I love anticipation. Until, you know, WWE tried doing that again, and they completely dropped the freaking ball on it with a fiend. Remember that? Well, we were all waiting, and then we're like, "What happened here?" They completely didn't tell us what happened. I'm like, "Wait a minute!" Yeah, well, you completely I mean, bypassed that whole last cliffhanger of Roth. But either way, all right, that we're at the top of the hour. We are. We are actually at the top, a little bit over the top of the hour, but that's okay. Yeah, you know, it yeah. happens because good when you get into good boys. discussions, that hey, was fun. Yeah, that was I, good. I love that. And we've got another one coming good. up after. After Marty's corner, that I think you know it's going to be, it's going to be another good discussion. Yeah. To be to be quite honest. All right. So first off, let's talk about our sponsors. Absolutely. All right. World League Wrestling, the house that Harley Race built, HarleyRace.com. That's right. For all your World League Wrestling needs, you can get gators. You can get masks. You can get t-shirts. T-shirts. Are you wearing one of those? Oh, I'm wearing I'm wearing a very very vintage Harley race. There you go. They need to bring those back. Those are cool. Yeah, absolutely. Those, those are too. cool. It's a great one though. Tough times don't last. Tough people do. On the front of this shirt, 2020s shirt of the year. That's, That's right. right. Critically acclaimed shirt of the year. All your different talent there in World League Wrestling inside the picture of the King Harley race. All right. You can also get hoodies, beanies, beanies ball caps. And, they just, awesome and uh, they just released a new shirt that you got last week. Yes. Yeah, make sure to check those out. Those are actually Absolutely. really cool. Now, I would have, but they didn't have them in my size. Yeah. I was lucky. I, they had one left well, in the extra large, and I was able to get one. I well, was like, so you got the one I needed. Sorry about that. Huge. Wow. Suck. What an asshole. First come, wow. first serve. First come, first serve. Hey, you know, I can't help it that it was quicker. Anywho. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was trying to segue out of that one. 
she couldn't help it. She couldn't help it that you were quicker too. So, and then of course our other sponsor, you know, Traveling News Productions, CT Harrison. Without without that, the show wouldn't be on right now. But here's something else oh. with with Traveling East Productions and and everything that they're doing. Now, not only can you find us on Facebook, you can find us on YouTube, you can find us on Twitch TV, but also now any platform that you listen to your podcast on. You can listen to us on those as well. Spotify, yeah. iTunes, loading up the audio all later, awesome either stuff. this evening or in the morning. And also check out Morning Java every Saturday morning from 8 a.m. till noon. That's right. Uh, love the show this morning, by the way, boys. It was fun. good. It yeah. was good. And um, Sarge, do you like coffee? I love coffee. So do I. But why don't you head on over? to Traveling East Productions and pick you up a Uncensored Wrestling Talk coffee mug. Better yet, look at the ping in the dis- in the in the discussions going on and just click on that and you can just go ahead and order it. Don't hate my DX promo. I'll come <laughs> over there. You can also right at you. <laughs> you normally do. You can also get Traveling East Productions coffee mug. You can also get a Morning Java coffee mug. 8-ounce, 11-ounce, or like this, a 15-ounce mug. <laughs> this is the one I normally use. That's absolutely right. All right. Now, uh, we haven't had one in a while, but uh, Marty's Corner. Well, actually, oh. also, real oh. quick, another yeah. thank you to Christine with apostrophe S, Christine's Cupcakes and Cookies on Facebook. Check them out. They've got some awesome stuff on there. They helped us out with the with the pre-show that was going on at the last event. And from what I understand, they're going to continue that with us. Um, if you would like to send one of those uh, devil's cheesecake crap, what, what is that? Death by chocolate Did cheesecake is what you saw. What? Did we get to beg for swag? No, I, I want to know that. Dude. I didn't. I didn't know Back that. off off my cheesecake, dude. What? I, I, <laughs> I will split it with you. I will split it with you. Oh, that's something fine, very huh? wrong with all of you. Well, you know, th- those, have you met us? <laughs> those raspberry brownies were oh, absolutely those, those awesome. Were fantastic. But my favorite of the evening was those carrot cake pops. I didn't get a chance those to try one. Awesome. Those those went quick. Just, yeah, they did. He's rubbing that stuff in people's faces, don't he? Hey, yeah. the carrot cake. I got the shirt. I get carrot cake. Got to be quicker than me. Which can't I, didn't be quick. get, I didn't get invited. I didn't get invited. He didn't get invited. I I've always invited. <laughs> <laughs> so under, as you were saying, under no circumstances. Sorry, so anyways, at, uh, we were gonna do Marty's corner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we haven't had a Marty's corner in what about a month? Roughly. All right, Marty, take it away. All right, it's been a while, like they said, so I figured I really wanted to go in deep in pro wrestling this week, and I figured that I'd talk about the wonder of knee pads. You don't want to talk about... Okay, well, well, let's talk about something else, The okay? wonder of knee pads. I'm, no, I'm interested in what this <laughs> no, is. No, 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 no. Don't keep going. I want to know what your fascination with knee pads are, and I mean, keep I going. Know. I know. I know. They add but... years to your career. We'll just leave it at that, folks. As a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you need to learn <laughs> to finish <laughs> On to a better topic, though. Yeah, okay. Uh, you know, we're, we're talking about a bunch of other stuff, and we're going to talk to talk to yep. relatable mm-hmm. stuff yep. to this, too. Man. We just heard about the wrestling at the chase coming back, and there's another announcement that I heard. Uh, <laughs> Mickey James come out in the middle of NWA Power. And 
she said that they were going to do a all women's pay-per-view which is fantastic now this is going to be the second one we've had yep the women's revolution uh for wwe and now we're doing one for nwa sarge your distraction he's a he's a kyle roberts guy he is definitely the candle burns at both ends had to show it. No. No. It really <laughs> no. I know one end it doesn't burn in. It's that but, one. Christine but, Christine Bird said she's sending uh, Sarge a new cheesecake. Sweet. Go ahead. I, but, when oh, I get that, I will be bringing that in and kind of throw we will all be able to sample that. You're going to be lucky if you get a piece. You know, with, with the relationship that NWA has had in the past, especially with the women and AEW and the fact that they're all coming together you know that they're going to be a woman's pay-per-view right here in st louis at the chase park plaza uh you know d- does anybody have any kind of ideas on matches that they'd like to see i want to see jade jade cargill versus camilla that would be tremendous um the question is is AEW and different other organizations going to allow their women to, to go into this or are you going to see more of your independent female wrestlers you can only uh you can only think that they will because there's a really good working re- relationship between the women's divisions in those two companies i i i have one that i'd really like to see hikaru shida versus tootie well you know we could and tootie for yeah. those that don't know her, she's a she's a local st louis female wrestler yeah you know I mean, if they're going to be in St. Louis, they're in the backyard, you know, why not? We've got plenty of great female talent here in St. Louis. Why not one that has been working her butt off to get to a point to where she can actually showcase what she can do? Eleni Harley, if you're going to go that route. Well, I think her name's name's been put in as a referee if they want her. That'd be sweet. That'd be sweet. I mean that yeah I'd like to see that. Yeah. You know, I've watched her strive for what 2 years now, maybe more. Mm-hmm. You know, and she wants to wrestle, but right now she can't and right now she's refereeing. So. Hey. Well, the match went that that we didn't get to see in AEW while she was actually there, at least I don't remember it, so you'll have to refresh my memory if it did. Evelise against Hikaru Shida. I could That would be you. that would be a great matchup. I, well, I think they have fought, actually. I'm not they positive. Might, they might have, and I may have missed it. But Well, it, it would be cool it. because, okay, Mickey James, who is, of course, the uh, wife of Nick Aldis, and that's that's a lot of connections right there, plus Billy Corgan. And you, you got to – Well, I le- mean, and she's a legend. Right. Um, I like to see Victoria pop up in there. Why not? She can still go, too. So. Ooh jazz why not but retired. i mean, yeah is she fully retired yeah she she retired. said on impact that she was actually yeah. fully retired okay. now but i have mean, her as guest commentator that'd be cool i've heard well, i've heard speculation on a Riho versus serena deeb that'd be a good match which we've seen a couple of times but still still in person damn near headlining for a women's pay-per-view yep. um well see here's another thing that i'm looking at that as with this being an NWA ran show. I, I kind of tend to think that it's going to be where the winner becomes the number one contender to the NWA Women's Championship. They'll probably have that match. 
Well, that that in no way, shape, or form changes the fact that they can bring in any any of the women from True. other companies that they can get. Uh, True. What about Red Velvet versus Camilla? That'd be a that good, good. good match. That would be good. I don't think that would be better than the Jay Cargill no. versus Camille. Um, Hype-wise. Jordan Grace? Jordan Grace. Now, that's one that I have been watching for the last year or so on Impact. And every time I see her, her, her work just keeps getting better and better and better. But with that being said, her, her, her tag team partner right now, Rachel Ellering, as well, is really, really good. Right. So is the Impact Wrestling Women's Champion, Deanna Perrazzo. I mean, you've got a lot of women There's here. A, there, I mean, the, the list could go on of the number of women that we could see at this pay-per-view, but it's cool because that it's good fan speculation of who would you like to see injury matchups that you never get to see. And well, I mean, with the, with the releases that have just happened and see, all the women that are out there right now that that could just be brought in for one night show Ooh. well also Ooh. the 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 aw women's tournament that they had just not they had done not too long ago you saw some great japanese re- women wrestlers i as got well. a good one for you ruby riot versus thunder rosa man that right would be good throw that in melina be... in there as well i Ugh. call that match laid in the whole way through <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean it'd be a hard, hard match, but now with the it's seventy three seventy third anniversary. That's night two. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's you guys' topic, not mine. No, I just because with this coming around, it's going to be four nights shot in St. Louis. Well, here's another question. I think then. So yeah. yeah, if if let's say WWE allowed some of their women wrestlers to go into this and tournament and to showcase. Who, who would you take? Who would you pick from the women's? Let's go with two or three names. I got three right off the top of my head. Okay. Charlotte Flair. I, an absolute. She's your number one. Yeah, you have to. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, I can go either way. If she could come, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch versus Camille would be a great match. Sure. I don't think that's a match we'd get to see. No. I it just it, it's, it'd be it'd be wonderful. Yeah, it would. Uh that the experience level of Becky Lynch and her ability in the ring, she could really take her, you know, she could bring her up to another level. I know, I know she's off doing the Mandalorian right now, but what about Sasha Banks? She she was my toss up for number two. Um because my number three would have to be Alexa Alexa Bliss. Okay. I know you're not keen on her. However, Bailey. Bailey. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, my three, I could say it real quick because they've already been released from WWE. Okay. And that's Ruby Riot. Yep. And Pace Royton and Billy Clay. There Billy you go. Kay. I, w- I would, they, they could, you know, they got a lot of women's tag teams that they could have right there for that too sure Ooh. well since it's going to be a one night event a one night tournament how many how many first round matches is it a tournament yeah it's a tournament okay it's going to be a tournament how many first round matches do you think that there should be at a minimum six yeah i would i would say six maybe um 
maybe 10 tops. Yeah. Because cause you're getting into that go many eight. matches, it could go so late. Because, you, I mean, you got to remember your brackets to where, I mean, you could have one or two of them get a buy or something along those lines, but you've got to have it to where, you know, a winner and a winner is still going to meet each other and on down the line. Right. So, but this isn't being this isn't being advertised as a tournament. Yes, yes. A couple of days ago, um, when Billy Corgan introduced Mickey James, Mickey James said that this is going to be a a women's tournament here okay. in St. Louis okay. at the Chase Park Plaza. Well, what's the prize? That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't I wouldn't be I surprised if the prize is going to be where that winner becomes the number one contender and gets a shot. At whoever is holding that NWA Thank Women's time, title at the seventy third anniversary, that would be the payoff. Could be, could be. There, I mean, there's a lot of speculation of how you could do this. It Just, could be at one of their TV tapings that they're going to have directly after those two nights, because they're, they're going to be in St. Louis for four nights. the The women's tournament, you've got the seventy third anniversary, and then two days of TV tapings as well. So you could do it any of those times. Honestly, I have to move back in the city for a week. Right, <laughs> we're camping. There you go. We're camping. I know a couple of really good spots. Sweet. We're spooning. Oh God. <laughs> it's summer. Well, now. With... <laughs> cool. cool. Sound like a waterbed. Anyway, uh no. So with the NWA coming back to St. Louis, wrestling at the Chase, first time in thirty-seven, thirty-eight years, something like that. Well, since 1985-ish. Okay, so, yeah. Damn. So, as soon as more details of that come available, we will definitely talk about that more. Because, I mean, you got to remember, wrestling at the Chase started in 1958. Oh, yeah. And it ran until 1983-ish. And then WWE took it over and let it run for a couple more years. But those last few years really wasn't the same I, um, as, as the other previous all those years. I, I'm going to say this now, and this is just one match that I'd like, as a fantasy match that I'd like to see for the 73rd anniversary. Uh, Trevor Murdoch and Leland Race go for the NWA tag team titles. Hmm. That's just me. Be cool to see. I it wouldn't. Would cool. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that or, at all. Or all this race too. That'd be cool too. No, that would be really cool to see. If maybe they started up something where they showed what happened at Night of Champions 4 and then a few weeks of, of build up to that and then having that match at, at the 73rd anniversary. Yeah. Be cool to see. Just, you know, from a fan's perspective, that's what I'd like to see. So, all right. So, off to the next topic. Marty, thank you for that. That's 20 minutes worth of just speculation nothing i mean um speculation yeah, yeah. dude uh, if we're going off of nothing <laughs> 20 minutes of nothing for a company that's irrelevant nice good job well you know you only get relevant by doing shit so this you is know. true i mean glad i can put it in glad glad that's over yeah anyway <laughs> so you're gonna spend more time on it for nwa 73 well i mean if if you're gonna start back up like the nw is trying to do what better place to go to to start stuff back up than the former mecca of the NWA, which is right here in St. Louis. That's but, true. But it's not the NWA. I know. I And I understand your points that it's not the same NWA, and I, I absolutely 100% agree close. with you. I do agree with you, but they've got to start somewhere. 
they've got to start bringing it up somewhere, right? Or would you rather it just go away and just you know fade I, off into I the sunset rather, and never no, be again? Keep the NWA, keep the name, but stop trying to make yourself Retro. create something new. Stop trying to make yourself what was. Yep. Be the NWA, but be the N, be a better NWA. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's a reason. Stop we don't. trying to recreate the wheel because. We're moving into hovercraft now. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I, I get what you're stop. saying. But at the same time, we were talking about this a few minutes ago. And if, Would you and, take and, today's product and, or and, and, theirs product? Right. And everybody you know, MLW has back a TV, then. MLW has a TV deal. World League Wrestling has a TV deals. Why the hell doesn't the NWA get a damn TV deal? Especially Maybe they don't want one. Maybe they want to do it a different way. So if they got, if they were able to get a TV deal, let's say they were able to get a TV deal on a decent channel, then would your would your would your opinion change what? then? If they got a TV deal, yeah. If they got a TV deal, if they stopped trying to do the studio wrestling thing that was popular thirty freaking years ago, and actually put on a damn show, mm-hmm. yeah, I would be totally in. Because here's the thing. The talent is absolutely amazing. It's yes, it the is. product. And that hurts a lot of companies. The talent is awesome. I mm-hmm. love the talent there. So it's the production of it's the, the product. It's the product. Of the product that you're the whole well, studio thing does if, not work. If you for me. moved all the talent to another company, great. That they they'd fit there right is, in. You can't because there's no room. But you know you know make what I'm your saying. product relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it to today's date. So, I get it. All right. So, during the week, one of the uh, things that CT had mentioned, finishing moves as evolution. Ah. Man, Marty and I have talked about this so many times. I just, I still can't figure out what a finishing move is anymore. It's because it's not a finishing move. Now it's Mm -hmm. a signature. It's a super kick. Back in the day. Roll up. Back in the day, when you saw... The body slam leg drop, you knew it was over. When you saw Jake the Snake hit the DDT, it was over. When you saw Harley Race's suplex, when you saw, you know, there was everybody had a what was called a finishing move, and you worked up to that. That was part of the whole storyline in the ring. So when you 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 built up to this moment, whoever was going to go over or whatever, and now. And that was part of the whole storytelling process. Yep. And now everybody kicks out of a finishing move. Yep. Finishing moves don't exist anymore. Nope. Kicking out of a finishing move was saved for just people like Andre. Yep. Or mm-hmm. or or even the Hulkster once in a while. Or 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 Undertaker. Uh, Undertaker. Well, like, you know, but now they're no longer finishing moves. Right. Now they're they're signature moves, which means okay, I hit the DDT, but he's going to get up after I hit him with three of them. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's or one. Oh, the uh, the other night I saw someone kick out of a finisher after one. I'm like what? Crazy. What? Mm-hmm. So it, I'll give it to you. It has gotten stupid. That's, a, that's evolved over the years because they're always, you know, you're always trying to do something more. You're always trying to add a different flavor that people are going to like. And, you know, early on, you know, it was like around the time that it was pedigree, the rock bottoms, yeah. super, you know, you switching knew. music. It was done. And, and these things were 
going in, you know, they were finishes. Yeah, you hit but the rock then, bottom, people's elbow, done. Right, yep. but mm-hmm. then how do you top it when you have sweet chin music versus the rock bottom, say? You only because, get one played. That's right. it. Or you get or you get some, you know, um, Austin and the first. Rock. Austin and the Rock feuded you know what so it, much. That, you know what it is? What's that? Nowadays, every damn wrestler has to get their shit in. Mm-hmm. Super kick. So if you had, like, the Rock... And Shawn Michaels. Canadian okay. One of them is going to get their shit in. The yep. other one's not going to get it. Either The Rock's going to get his bottom and you're done, Shawn, or you're going to let Shawn get the kick and you're done. Mm-hmm. You can't. And now it seems like every wrestler has to get all their shit in. Yep. You watch. It's like a Young Bucks match. Everything they freaking know is done in one match. And see, the yeah. way you get you, the yeah. way you get And that's that like other that every single in. match yeah. that they have. Every the, match. The way you get that other guy's shit in is to say it, you know, say like you were saying, you know, Sean and The Rock. Is is that while The Rock hits the rock bottom at the end and finishes the match, he has to get away from getting kicked in the face several times during that yes. match to yep. sell the fact that had that kick landed, it would have went another way. That's true. Um, with Rock and Austin, they faced each other so much yep. that they knew when it was coming from the other guy. Yep. So they would avoid it. Or they took it so many times that it started losing its effect. Well, which I don't know that plays in in reality because, no, I, I, you know. Well, it's just like when, when, like you were bringing up a few moments ago, the Rock and Austin. They had seen each other so many times that by the by the the last couple of times that they met they were both kicking out of each other's finisher moves left and right well it's not so much of a of a kicking out if you're doing it right it's a he didn't get that move yeah he tried it but it failed right he tried it but i was too smart he tried it but i which was which is the way it should be done yeah. but right. that's not what's happening Mm-mm. well so like now think, they're getting the, the pinfall mm-hmm. and he's kicking out in two i i think for us and we we've in our own mind we're a dying demographic you know because let's be honest these shows are getting ratings you know whether we like it or not they are getting ratings Mm -hmm. well it goes back to another subject we've talked about so many times the absence of story (laughs) storytelling in the ring anymore well and see okay who in your mind was the best storyteller in the ring hmm I'll give me at of least any three. time, anyone. What are your top three? Give me one. Harley Race, Jake Roberts, Jake Ro- Bret Hart. Yeah, Bret Hart was good. Harley was really good at getting the story across. Right. I mean, yeah. so that's the missing element. So let's go back to, and I, I, I think it's safe to say this was probably one of the last matches to where you saw it. Taker Michaels at WrestleMania 25. Those two. I don't know. Taker, that last one, Taker and Triple H was pretty damn good. Okay, yeah, let's go with that. Okay. Those two had met multiple occasions. Mm-hmm. Triple H tried the Tombstone. I think Taker tried the Pedigree at one point. So, I mean, they knew each other's rings. They knew what they were expecting when they were getting in that ring. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, it's not that. You know, you... You get in the ring with the Bucks. Okay, you know you're going to get a super kick, a, a Canadian destroyer. A double super kick. And then the Meltzer driver. 
those uh, all four of those things will be in that match. How does Meltzer get a move named? Because uh, they call him uh, Uncle Meltzer because of all the uh, five star matches. Yeah, well, that that yeah. is true. I've read okay. that article. All right, mm-hmm. all right, all right, sure. So, but you look at, and I think I think that's more so why we were talking about the NWA. Those guys, when they hit their finisher, it's done. You know, another great storyteller in his in his in his day, and that was anywhere where he went, whether it was in the in the WWE or before that in the NWA, even in TNA and WCW when he went to those places was Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh man, one of the best storytellers of all time. Rowdy knew how to get an audience mm-hmm. over. Now I'll tell you one, and we know him, Leland Race. He tells a story in the but ring. You got to think about who taught him. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, Absolutely. See, that's Trevor, that's Trevor Murdoch. And see, that's what I'm getting at. It's all Derek about, Stone. Oh man. Mm-hmm. And see, Derek Superstar knows, Steve tells a great story. We don't. Absolutely. We don't. We, we spread that butter on really well at the at the academy, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Telling it's a good. story well, in the ring. Yeah. Another one that's, that's not in the WWE right now because his contract, you know, expired Did is Daniel Bryan. Oh, very he is good. one of yeah. the best storytellers of all time. But look who I he mean, was taught by. As he's a storyteller, he's also part of that part of that newer generation where it's a thousand crazy moves. Yeah. Well, but yeah. not in re- recent years because but, he had to tone it down a little bit because well, of his neck. Yeah. yeah, but at the same time, even though <laughs> even though he's from we that generation. Alive, don't we? Right? He's not Chris Jericho. We didn't want him dead at the end of the match. Even oh. though he's from that generation, though, he's different at the same time because he didn't keep doing the same moves like like the Young Bucks, like you're talking about, over and over and over again and has to get them all in in one single match. Well, and see, the running knees are kind of that for him. Right. Towards the end of Towards his career, it was the running knee, yeah. But before that, it was all kinds of different things. Well, you look at, okay. That he would use sparingly and indifferently in each match that he would have. Well, and that's the other thing about finishers is is that sometimes finishers something they're too scouted on yep. or they've took it enough that they've they've kind of built up some sort of a resistance. Yep. How do you get a resistance? I don't know, but they they <laughs> definitely <laughs> sold it that way. Yeah, right. And uh, no, I, I see what you're Every saying. Every time but, I've but been I think realistically, in the face, realistically, how do you get a resistance that's not like the flu? Right, it's it's like the first time every time. It's, we'll take the Canadian destroyer, <laughs> but for example. The truth is, is that just means that the other guy that that you're pulling, you know, that he can't get his move off. He's got to pull something new out of his ass. Right. He can't mm-hmm. just he can't just sit. You know, Rock can't just sit there and rely on the rock bottom. Nope. Because Austin's seeing it coming, and he knows how it's set up. Yep. So he's not going to allow it to happen. You well, know, same things with sweet chin music. And that's why that's why Sean went with the elbow drop. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you know that's the thing. As a wrestler, you're always adding to your repertoire. Yeah, you should never never be done learning what you what no. you know, Very things true. to do. And you know Harley, you know, you look at all the students at the academy who have come out of there. Um, Nick Aldis, Trevor Murdoch, uh, Tomas Champa, those guys. They'll use some of their basics, but they try something new in every one of their matches. 
At least they try to. Or they, they, they pull try. something. They pull something out of the back of their utility belt. Mm. You don't see all. That. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And that's what I'm saying is, I think it's more so the fact of who you're trained by. I think that's one of the bigger factors in the wrestling industry. Is okay if you got one guy that was trained by Harley, one guy that was trained by Flair. Okay, that's going to be an amazing match. Uh Arissa said uh, Roddy Piper. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, but then again, old school, old school. Mm -hmm. She said that was her dad's fave. Yeah. See, that was, that's the one thing. Old school is one of the missing key ingredients here in this new age. You don't see old school coming out. Nowadays. I mean, story guys who tell stories in the ring nowadays. It's like, um, I would say Adam Cole tells a good story. Yes, it does. Cole does. Um, Cody's Cody's kind of stepped it up in the last year or so and started trying to tell stories in the ring. Yep. Although it's, I think Cody's always told stories. Yeah. Though. But, but then again, you got to figure where he learned. Right. Right. Because and well, that's a name we didn't bring up, Dusty, Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. When it comes to storytelling. But you see, you got to look at the guys that Dusty taught while he was in NXT. Well, there's a tag team right now that I I high I highly regard as one of the top teams. Not really being used properly, I don't believe, right now. But because they use that old-style mentality is the reason why they are one of the top. Can I name? And, I yeah, try. Grizzled Young Veterans. No. Really? I'm thinking FTR. <sighs> okay, I, I get where you're going with it FTR. It swallowed I, up, though, in what they're dealing with. And, yeah. and that's what I mean. Yeah. And see, that's that's what I'm saying is... If you're coming into a new school mentality, well, guess what? You got to adapt to new school mentality, and I think that's where they need to take just a step back and say, "Okay, you got all your spots in, you got your super kick, you got your Canadian destroyer. What's next? Well, we're gonna go out there next week and do the exact same thing." Well, here's another tag team for you that I do consider as the best tag team in the world. And you don't see the same match from them every single time. It's a different match nightly, just about. And that's Gorillas of Destiny, Tama Tonga and Tonga Loa out of New Japan. Those guys were brought up on the New Japan style, which that came from Harley. Yeah. Harley trained over there in New Japan. He helped those guys tell a story in the ring. So, I mean, like, this all goes back to who trained you and how you can tell a story in the ring. So, you know. Yeah, it doesn't. Ha- it does not happen organically. You have to be taught that stuff. Right. And also, it also comes down to a fact of who your dance partner is, too. True. Which I think has been part of the problem with, like, this, this incarnation of uh, the revival or whatever you want to call these guys, FTR. Mm-hmm. Um, they're dance partners. Yep. Because when you got the Bucks on the I've other side, I've seen better of the room, FTR matches. Yeah. I w- well, there was a tag team match not too long ago, probably like what three weeks ago or so, that I thought was was a really great tag team match for this particular tag team. Not so much the Young Bucks, but it was the match where it was the Young Bucks against the Varsity Blondes, Brian Pillman Jr. and and um. <laughs> I'm, I know you're talking. I, I, I'm Griff. Griff, Griff. yes, yeah. thank you. Mm. I thought those two young men have got a bright future ahead of them, and that's again 
another team that I have seen that doesn't do the exact same thing every they, single time that they're in. They're one of the few that can match with anybody that's put in front of them. Mm-hmm. Now, see, like I, I think what would be a great match would be FTR versus Moxley and Kingston. Yeah, I think that would that would tell a story. Yeah, if, if given the right circumstances, right, and somebody's getting color. Yeah. Sure. Oh yeah, somebody's definitely getting color right now. <laughs> right. Most definitely. It's probably Juice gonna be Mox. Juice it up. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you know, this we've been talking an hour and thirty-seven minutes about speculation and stuff we'd like to see. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good, good stuff though. Yeah, it's been Absolutely. great stuff. I, this, I to me, this is a better show than what we've had in the past. Yeah, I think this has been. This is a good formula. You're welcome. <laughs> Those were not my words, bro. No. <laughs> you know, okay. I the, said, damn. Well, we, we were just talking about this dance partners. When we all talk. We know that Marty's going to have his one liner that's just going to kill us and diverge the show off the rails for a little bit. But. You got CT. I know CT. What you like, what you don't like. Me and you, pretty much, are agreeance on sure. almost everything. Sure. I mean, there's things that we disagree on. Yeah. But I mean, like the current commentator on SmackDown, we don't even talk about him. <laughs> oh, Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee. Man, I really like Pat McAfee. I, I do he's too. Him into his own. I, I think mean, he's done he really, really well. He's doing great. You should interview him, so. Alex. You bastards. <laughs> <laughs> now, I okay. will say my 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 vote out on the the new Raw announcer, I still got to see more, uh, like at least Keep another time. month, Keep month time. and a half yeah. so of far, what okay. he can do. But so far, so good. Yeah. He's much better than what Adnan Burke was. Oh, God. Yeah. It doesn't take much to be better. <laughs> now, I will say this. This was one of the really, that I didn't even mention was Tom Phillips. Yeah. I couldn't believe they let him go. Yeah. I I, I, I thought he was a good Raw announcer. I, even with his backstage segments, I thought he was a great announcer. I sure. don't understand that one. But, you know, hey. Yep. <laughs> not my company, not my budget. That's <laughs> yeah. the company where you can do everything they ask and you still didn't do enough. Yeah, this is true. That's sad. This, you this know is what? True. It's... it's, it's it's what it is. I mean, you got to know what you're getting into. Right. Now, Marty, you've come across wrestlers through your career as a ref. And a lot of these guys, more so the younger guys, they're in it to make a name for themselves. And I've said, and I said this years ago, WWE is where you go. I consider WWE at this stage of the game, kind of the retirement home. You're still an active wrestler. (laughs) But wow. you're making your money wow. on it. Roman, a- it's time for your medicine. <laughs> right? <laughs> wow. Did he take your pills? Yeah. Well, okay. Wow. Uh, perfect example here. Oh, are you uh, sure? Yes. Kevin Owens. Okay. We all knew Kevin Steen back in his ROH days. He is not the Kevin Steen that we knew 10 years ago. He's Kevin Owens. He's Kevin That's Owens. right. It's uh, Kevin Owens. He just beat the hell out of Sammy. He did. Again. But it's Last Sammy. Night. So? Yeah, he's exactly. had that same so? dance partner ta- for the... How many times have, have we heard people say it doesn't matter how many times those two face each other. It's always a little different. It's always and great. And it's always mm-hmm. I love it. Absolutely. Now, I, I will say this. Cesaro, I think Cesaro gets better with age. I really dug his match with Roman. 
I just think he could go almost anywhere and he would be a headliner. Yeah. I just think Cesaro's not being – I think that – I don't want to say he's not being utilized because that's really an overused term, but mm-hmm. I feel like Cesaro is just – He deserves much better. I, 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 You have not seen the best of Cesaro, and no. he is so prime right now. Like, that man could go against – he could be doing an Aldis. He could be doing a Cody Rhodes. He could be doing, you, you know, what, you know, all these sh- guys. You know, it's a shame that we didn't get to see a – program with him and daniel bryan for the wwe title that would have been a good program yeah See, i don't need a title for that i don't i i'm sorry i just i feel like when it comes to great matches and two competitors that you really really want to see wrestle each other mm-hmm. we'll think a title's really always is necessary to it's make not. it a big thing well it's not it's not you know i mean uh we saw what? so many shows back in the days where the title wasn't involved. Carrie it was Von just Eric, good. Gino Hernandez. Yeah, it was yep. just mm-hmm. good rivalries. Right. They just didn't like each other. They and I don't believe styles. in this whole theory of you can't you can't have a face and a face or a, or a heel uh, and a heel. BS. I, I despise don't that believe attitude. in that. I despise that attitude. Give me two Almost good wrestlers. as much as 50-50 booking. I hate 50-50 Let's 50/50 not get booking. into that. That's no. bad. <laughs> Can that be next week's Marty's Corner? Absolutely. <laughs> We've already done 50-50 as a Marty's Corner. Oh, yeah, we have. Mo. Yeah, let's true. revisit do that. Let's, You're right. Remember, we turned off the cameras, we turned off the mics, said never talk about that again. And I just did. No. These well, you're the words. one who brought it up. <laughs> These are your words, Marty. Your words. Your this words. This was a conversational one. We may have been in the room, but we didn't hear we anything. Agree. I didn't, I didn't agree to shit. I'm, I'm just saying that the 50-50 booking segment was when we started talking about a swear jar. Was it? Yes. No, was it? the swear jar was before that. No. Oh, yeah, the swear jar was no, before this was, that. This was Which, by on. the way, um, the swear jar is up to where we can all get an appetizer at Applebee's. Right. Just, uh, right. just throwing that out there. The hell are you talking about? None of us have even been putting anything in the in the damn thing. I I brought money for it. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. Not today, but (laughs) (laughs) convenient. Very convenient. Damn you, Ted DiBiase. Damn you, Ted DiBiase. (laughs) That's that's what I was gonna. That is something. Do it. We got time. Okay, got uh, seventeen minutes. What are your guys' thoughts about them bringing in the Million Dollar Championship to NXT? Ugh. Loving it. I'm watching it on YouTube. I, I I don't watch NXT 90% of the time, but, man, I seek that stuff out. I honestly don't think that Million Dollar Championship was really needed. I But, but I <laughs> no, think... No, that tells the story. That's part of the story. But I, I'm, I'm, what I want to see is more of... It's certainly more rev- the relevant winner than becoming that damn the protege. FTW belt. Just... That's exactly what True. That was exactly my that. point. I mean, at least they're doing something with this one. The that's, FTW that's belt true. didn't have nothing. Here, it's this yours. True. Have okay, thanks. Seen it? And that's it. Have yeah, we he wears it every time. Oh, yeah, yeah, he wears it every time. Oh, wow. That championship's been defended, what, twice? I mean, it, and it's unsafe. I think maybe even just once. It was twice. A, was maybe. it? Yeah. Maybe. maybe. I think maybe he defended against uh, Hangman Page. Yeah, maybe he should go take it now. But... <laughs> I mean, you really need to watch, but, but you need to watch NXT a lot a more than what you do because I'm going to tell you something. You're missing out on a whole lot of good stuff. <laughs> yeah, you. you really like are. Like that Balor cross now, match was fantastic. Oh. If if after the person, whoever it is, whether it's Grimes or it's Knight, wins that ch- million dollar championship, it'll be Grimes. I, I, I want to see more of 
that winner being put with DiBiase and and him coming down to the ring with him and and helping him and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, I, you know what? I don't need to see Ted that much. Right. I want to see the handoff. I want to see the the nod, and then I want to see Ted go back into you know. Right. This is a he torch pop up passing going on yeah, right yeah. here. Sure. Is, and see and see and the reason I say it's going to be Grimes because Grimes is the one who's playing the money card and he could have a lot of fun with that title dude he yeah yes dude he can have so much fun with that and get so over with it right and see okay has anybody seen the 24 7 championship in a while does anybody care exactly and then i see i seen our truth doing tiktok videos well actually not (laughs) long ago a few weeks a couple of weeks ago uh it was recaptured by um what's his face see that's michael tozawa but see that's my point they brought in a championship that was specifically made for R-Truth. Yeah. We all know that. Well, you know, he's like a 30-time champion. On and that. then later on that night, right, that's he, all he, he did get yeah, that all belt back. for R-Truth. He's a 30-time, 24-7 champion. I think he's like oh, in the I think, 60th no, I think he's like 47 or <laughs> no, 49 Tazawa, or uh, 52, uh, somewhere Tazawa's in there. got it. No, I, I think Truth got it back from him, didn't he, that night? I'm just mad it didn't change later on, on that Saturday night. night Live. But see, but that's my point. Oh, we're, God, we're, yes. we're talking about a title <laughs> that yes. has no relevance. It, it's it's a joke, and, but that's but what they've I, made it. Still relevant. talking about it though, aren't you? We're talking about truth though. But truth made it relevant. Truth made it relevant. Yeah, truth and made. It's only made it relevant because it is such. It's comedy. Made, yeah, it's it's great comedy. I mean, going back to what we were just saying, nobody's saying, I wish they'd bring the FTW title back or what's happening no, with it. That title should have never been you brought know, back. But our no, truth, no, no. we no. bring him up. I disagree. I don't, I, don't, I don't have a problem with them bringing it back. I have a problem with how they did it yeah. and what they did. What and they making did. it mean. And it's not they so much what they didn't do with, with it. it. It's what they didn't do with mm-hmm. it. Right? Yeah, they made it mean it nothing. Could have it meant, meant something. It could have meant, like, a lot. Yeah. Right. It was an unsanctioned title that it's, meant all especially the world. in an organization like that. Right. They could have gone so far with that yep well so now with if Cameron Grimes wins this match because tonight's NXT in your house right I believe so on weekends yep so um if he wins this match he could have a lot of fun with like LA Knight my word sure he could have a lot of fun with um oh my collar did you say pop your collar (laughs) that's right I don't have one Uh, wow he just threw my thought that I had in my yeah, head completely I mean, off. I'm sorry. Thanks you know. a lot, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell were in them cupcakes? He was he was the only one. Or wait, did you have a cupcake? <laughs> That's why we're this explains the show. so much. <laughs> he had one of those Oreo. I sure cupcakes. did snack cake. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> oh, oh, speaking of that, oh, tell oh, Frostic oh, I'm wearing blue jeans. Oh, Frosty, he's, I don't know if she's even in here. Mm. Frosty, are you in here? <laughs> I haven't even seen her comment. She hasn't even commented. I don't feel the chill. I don't feel the chill. The Canadian chill. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not here. Sorry, eh? Sorry, eh? Keep your balls a tug, eh? Switch yourself hey. out. I know. Have a pupper's tug. Give your balls a tug. Have a pupper's switch out. Are you watching Letterkenny <laughs> now? Dude, I love that show. Thank you. I am Thank so you. waiting. I did. I, I like. I blasted through it. Right. Finally, and then I was like, it took me like a couple about the third episode. I finally started getting into it, and then I couldn't stop. And it's then at acquired. the end, I was going, "When's the next season?" They just <laughs> announced. Shorzy is getting his own show. Yes, I saw that. I'm like, Shorzy's yes. getting the spinoff, which you could tell who it is. Yeah, it's it's, it's actually it's Wayne. J- yeah, yeah. 
but it, it's hilarious. I love that show. So we've gone from wrestling to belts to letter Kenny. Wow, what a hell of a show. Progression. <laughs> well, That's what Canadians we have produced quite, I mean, we're talking about letter Kenny. Canadians have produced quite a bit of star power in right. the wrestling Chris industry. Chris Canadian. Bret Hart. It depends on what, <laughs> well, you know, actually, that's funny because remember when he announced I wouldn't even I wasn't even born there. Uh, <laughs> I'm not really Canadian. I was like going, what? Chris Jericho has just been you got gold. That dude yelling out of the crowd. Then you go got, back to Calgary. I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot. You idiot. You idiot. <laughs> and then uh, Christy, uh, and then Cage and Edge. Yep, are both uh, yep. the Hart the Hart family. From Toronto. Yeah. Um, Maddie uh, Kenny Omega. He's from Davey Winnipeg, and, Winnipeg uh, too. Both of them. Neither one of them are from there. Right. They're both from Davy Boy and uh, British Bulldog. They're both well, that's, uh, English. Davy Boy is British Bulldog. You're thinking Dynamite. I mean Dynamite Kid. You're right. Yep. Correct. I'm sorry. Dynamite Kid. Yeah. And, ooh, speaking of that, did you watch the last? I'm scared. Dark Side. Dark, Dark Side of the Ring was on I, Dynamite I'm Kid. I haven't seen tonight. that one yet. How, how was it? I mean, I'm did they crying. really get You're into oh, the, to oh, the? Oh, hang on. I got a story that. Dude. Uh-oh. Here it is. We're coming home from Richmond. Someone turns on Dark Side of the Ring. I'm like, what are you doing? Absolutely, I did. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm watching Dark Side of the Ring. You better turn the, that shit. That up. one, that one was on the North Korean. Um, oh yeah, one yeah. where yeah, WCW one. had gone over there with yeah. New Japan and did those two nights. I didn't realize that the first night there was 165,000 people yeah. at that first yeah. night largest but attendance the second night in the world was yeah. 190,000 yeah. largest attendance exactly. record in the world i was I mean, that that blew me away well everybody's required to be there too right. right not attending was a death penalty yes true can we true. make that a thing like what arena hey, not watching this show is a death penalty <laughs> that's true. apparently scott norton you know card card camp you know, could have been subject to change too. And of course, <laughs> Two Cold Scorpio. And Two Cold what? Scorpio, uh, you know, is is apparently a, a badass. Right, he beat everybody up. Yeah, he beat everybody up, and even beat with, up. With a, yeah. with I mean, a, of all people, stick. having a feud with with freaking Road Warrior Hawk. Yeah, he beat up Hawk. Mm-hmm. With a chopstick, he was gonna shake it. With I'm a... not saying <laughs> Hawk can't be beat up. I'm not saying he couldn't I'm, either. I I'm just, just have saying a problem it's hard to one. believe that yeah. he was the one who beat him up. Yeah, I, right. I Scorpio that. had literally said in that I show. I think anybody that, that would lay him out, if anybody laid him out as a friend, it would have been Animal. Probably. Like, dude, pow, you need I mean, to knock it off. Mm-hmm. But, but that's but, the only person I could see. But Scorpio had said during that show, he literally took a chopstick and shaved it down to a to a fine point yeah, and small. To use as a shank on Hawk. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, I, I'm, Whoa. I'm, we've got like nine minutes here, but I kind of want to get your thoughts. With season four for Dark Side of the Ring, what stories would you guys like to see told? Oh, man, I don't know. I've seen so many of them now. That mm. I've seen them all. I, what I am enjoying about it is I love Chris Jericho doing the narrating. Yes. Yeah, that's very, like very good. Oh, uh, what's I'd left? like to see them tackle Glow. Glow? I'd go with that. Gorgeous ladies yeah, of wrestling. You know, yeah. there's story. There's that. story there that's not being told in the TV. Sure. I mean, you could. Have, there's. Series. I'm sure that there's something backwards that they could tell about ECW and Paul Heyman. Yeah. Which yeah. one was it? The plane ride from hell. Have they covered that yet? Yeah, that's, that's, so. that's a short thing that it's not even worth doing a show on. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I I, I get but you. But you know what I'm well, saying. Well, how about how about that incident? And and it was kind of a build up to it between Arn Anderson and Sid Vicious. Well, that could be that a, could be a good one. You could also do uh, the uh, Hardy Edge Lita thing. 
Yeah, yeah. you could definitely do I mean, one on that. Could, I don't know, man. You might not want to tell the story of the old man beating the young big kid's ass in flip flops. You know, why not? Why not? <laughs> well, I mean, can you imagine all the legends that are in, you know, Ric Flair, uh, Sting? You know, those guys have some road stories that no one would ever imagine that we could have heard those. And I think those would be the the best stories to tell. Uh, Ric Flair, Sting. <clears throat> I mean, it depends because this is the dark they, side of the ring. You know, they still haven't talked about the fall of WCW, really. This is very either. true. <sighs> it's very there's quite true. a story in that. That would be a two-part one. Vince Russo could be a freaking show on his own. What about that Jim Cornette? No what if they did one about Jim Cornette with all the Jim, crap that, that came would out be, with him? hate it. That would be... He'd bury it. <sighs> I mean, he's been on several of those dark side of the ring shows, and he hasn't... They don't seem to be pulling punches when they're Quote unquote, doing their buried shows, really so. anything, no. but he's told it how he he's seen as it was going on through his own eyes. Yeah. So I mean from under his desk. Mm-hmm. Or like the failed gimmicks. Or under his wife's desk. You I mean, could go the case also Bruno, <laughs> Bruno San Martino's uh uh falling out with WWF. That would, yeah, yeah. Would be, that would be pretty one, good, yeah. I think. And and reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Right comes back for gets his hall of fame which Mm -hmm. legitimately and i'm sorry i'm one of those guys it's not a legitimate hall of fame unless bruno's in there yeah true sorry i I don't (sighs) i agree it's not a legitimate wwf hall of fame right Mm -hmm. it's not a legitimate and 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 i i enjoy i just I, i the cauliflower alley club isn't what it was there is no actual legitimate hall of fame for wrestling um there yeah, is. There is. Not it's really. An, it's an Iowa. Waterloo, I, I, Iowa. No, no. What I'm saying is an actual legitimate organization. Yeah, it's. I can't even remember what the name is. They just started this thing like five years ago. Um, they're having a big ceremony in like two weeks, roughly. Yeah. yeah. Well, this should probably be they, publicized. It should probably be out there. It's the and who like, are they letting in? Who's um, in it? Like Chris Stratus. From, okay, but my question is, from where? There's several several hundreds of, of wrestlers that okay. are in their I know what you're in their Hall of Fame from all different organizations. Because yeah, you cannot like WWE's Hall of Fame is nothing but WWE, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or See, companies that they swallowed up. But yeah, right. this one that he's talking about up in Waterloo, Iowa, yeah. they had just pumped about two million dollars in renovation of the building that they were in, mm-hmm. um, and and in that it's both it's both. Um, amateur Roman. wrestling and professional wrestling, both combined uh, in in the I one think building. They both deserve their own, but, but yeah, I the, do too. I think they should be separate. On, on oh, the it's, profe- it's a huge. It's building. a huge building. Yeah, it's very very big. What? Well, but like the buildings on Main Street take one side of them. That's okay. But, yeah. yeah. My pro- my my question is still the same. Who is it? What is it? I'll get the information for. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that for sure on the, on, on next yeah, week's show. Get on it. We'll make that because a point they get to talk visitors about. Because they I feel like we it. should go be there with press credentials. Yeah, yeah. I actually thought about that. That would be but cool. Here, here's the problem. I read what they're doing. It's limited access. Okay. COVID stuff okay. is in play. Sure. And limited press. Um. Okay. Yeah. But but I if, bet he could. I bet CT could pull some strings and 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 make it happen. Well, here's the thing. I'm in the process of getting us all uh, members, being all members of the uh, United States Press Corps. Mm-hmm. Sweet. 
And if that's the case, it doesn't get any more legitimate than that. Exactly. Yep. Not you. You're just a rep. But, I mean, uh, yeah, with their run. list that they he have in, in right now, I'm, and we'll I'm go over a bunch of names that are in there next next week's show, but you've got literally hundreds of wrestlers from all organizations across the world yeah. that has been the standard bearers yeah. of, of different things. And it's not like, like you said, with, with WWE, you had to been in WWE to get into that right. into that hall. This one, it, you didn't have to be in just one specific organization. Or WCW or ECW. Yeah, let's check it out. You'll have to get information in, in a hall yep. of fame. That'd be nice. All right. So got a yeah, couple minutes left in the show. A couple minutes left. Um, next week, we'll definitely get the hall of fame credentials. And I did get a, a personal message from... Christine from okay. Christine's Cupcakes and, and and Cookies saying that she is going to send us a sample box of a bunch of her recipes. So we're going to get that very soon, and we'll be able to to try it out here on on the air and you know, tell what we think about this. Show. I'm only That'd getting cool. better. Okay, first <laughs> off, you are killing us with kindness. I'm just throwing that out there. Thank you very much. Um, me and CT have been on a diet. Um, that's going out the window when this box <laughs> yeah, arrives. Absolutely. I'm just I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> uh, so thank you. Uh, definitely the that chocolate cheesecake. Okay. Um, no, you're not getting a piece. Who's not? Whoever's in the room. I'm sitting <laughs> on a steel chair. I will make sure to have my piece before I come. I, I'm sitting on a keg. Let's see who wins. Okay. Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm willing to take that. We, we're gonna have a grudge match on uncensored wrestling talk for chocolate cheesecake. <laughs> it's a death match for cheesecake. <laughs> I don't like death matches, but for cheesecake. And not just any kind of cheesecake. This is that death by chocolate cheesecake, where it's like this thick, that big around. It's damn good. So what's for the rest of you guys? Yeah, like right. I said, I'm getting my piece before you know, right, I even at this go. point. Just send four of the sample boxes and we'll, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Guys, have you tried this? No, go back. You gotta try this. All right. So want to thank our sponsors, World League Wrestling. Thank you for sponsoring the show. Absolutely. Traveling East Productions. And what was the name of the uh Christine's Cupcakes and Cookies? And that's Christine's with an apostrophe S on Facebook. Thank you so much for the uh brownies last week and the cake pops. Look forward to more. Trust me, we will definitely eat those. All right. That's Marty. That's CT. Sarge. Yes, sir. Another week in wrestling. Absolutely. Great show, man. Good stuff. So until next time, I'm Doc. I'm Sarge. And we will see you next week here on Uncensored Wrestling Talk. But until then, see you at the matches. Peace, everybody. Have a great weekend.